0: This is Kara Timmons, host of Herbal Care Wrap. Our mission is connecting plants to people and people to plants, providing education for a healthy self and a healthy planet. We offer reliable and high-quality herbal education, emphasizing all branches of knowledge, including traditional wisdom and ethnobotanical studies, latest research, and evidence-based clinical trials. Science, we look to. We will talk with herbalists and healthcare providers who utilize herbal therapeutics and hear their expert opinions. And lastly, people stories. As part of our first episode, Tune Into Immunity, we are here going in-depth to understand the lymphatic system. Knowing this system is crucial for your health at any age. Especially in this time of the coronavirus pandemic, a healthy immune system is vital as you venture slowly back into the world. So think of the immune system like a computer. Well, the lymphatic system would be the operating system of that computer. It's the nuts and bolts of our immune response. But it does have some other responsibilities, like how we handle fats in our body and movements of fluid, and is a vital part of recycling waste If you want to build a strong immune system, keep listening. If you are struggling with recurrent infections, allergies, or congestion, if you have fluid retention, think Donald Trump's poor bags under his eyes or Kim Kardashian's legs when she was pregnant. If you're struggling with inflammation and pain, keep listening. If you have skin conditions like acne or eczema, this could be information you need. If you're prone to cysts, then this could indicate a slowed lymphatic system causing stagnation. And thankful there are abundant herbs that offer nutrients to help the physiology of the lymphatic function, maintaining health and balance. This is called homeostasis. Okay, so let's look at this complex and amazing system. First, there are lymphatic vessels. This is an immense network. Think of the lymphatic system as the forgotten part of the circulatory system, and basically it was, but modern medicine and science have really started researching the system in recent years. The lymphatic vessels run right alongside the blood vessels and also are in a lot of the tissue of the body. When I worked as a surgical PA, I could see the milky white strings throughout the tissues of the body and running right alongside blood vessels. If we cut into one, clearish to milky fluid emerges. This is why there is always swelling after surgery. Some of the lymphatic vessels are damaged and their flow disrupted. They are connected to the venous system and return fluid and recycled proteins, wastes, and killed viruses or bacteria to the blood via a large vein called the subclavian vein. The blood uses the proteins for other areas of the body and eliminates waste via our organs of elimination. These organs of elimination are the GI tract, that's the intestines and liver, the kidneys, the lungs, and the skin. In herbs, that support the lymphatic system are actually called lymphatics. What do you know about that? Pretty clever, eh? The herbs typically nourish or stimulate lymph and have an affinity to support one or a few of the other organs of elimination. That's up in the next segment, so keep listening. So back to these vessels... The vessels draw fluid in one direction away from the tissue in the spaces between the cells and back to the heart via the veins. So if it's not pulling fluid back into circulation, then guess what? Swelling in our legs or bags under our eyes. What's up next? The node. These are small P-shaped structures every so often along the vessel, and they are found in clusters in certain areas like around the neck, armpits, and groin. They are a filtering station, filtering debris like wastes or dead coronaviruses, really any infectious microbe. If anyone out there has ever had strep throat or mono, you should be familiar with these nodes in the neck. They were signaling to you that your body was fighting an infection and often gone and saw a doctor. They can get warm, swollen, and painful when they are really working, and also a place that matures white blood cells. And some research is even showing they produce white blood cells. The white blood cells are a group of cells that are responsible for immune function and deal with invading viruses or bacteria, allergens, and even trauma and injury. There are many different kinds of white blood cells, but we are not digging that deep today. Hopefully you're thinking, phew. So also, in the vessels are valves that keep the lymph flowing away from the tissue and back to the heart. In very recent years, it was discovered that these vessels also have smooth muscle. So They're kind of like a blend between the artery and the vein. These vessels need movement like veins to work efficiently, and even breathing help keep the lymph moving. So exercise, yoga, stretching, just breathing deep all helps lymph to move. The actual lymph, the clear fluid, their are proteins and fluids from the tissue. There's also fat in the lymph, and we'll discuss that more as the lymphatic tissue in the digestive tract is responsible for the absorption of dietary fats. The lymph carries the white blood cells to be circulated to the area of the body in need of protection. There are certain areas of the body abundant in lymphatic vessels, and therefore lymph, that's the GI tract, skin, liver, kidneys, and lungs. There are other areas that are devoid of lymphatic vessels, eyes, brain, spinal cord, An important cluster of lymphatic vessels in the digestive tract is called the GALT, G-A-L-T. It's an acronym for gut-associated lymphatic tissue, and they are seen as patches throughout the small intestines, thus detecting any viruses, allergens, or bacteria that come into the digestive tract and mount a response. This is also a place where herbs like echinacea and reishi mushrooms are thought to stimulate and hence start a heightened immunity. Kind of like saying, wake the bleep up! That was for you, if you were also trying to fall asleep and this anatomy is getting to you. But hey, this is your body I'm talking about, so hopefully you keep on listening. Almost done with anatomy of the lymph 101. So there are associated lymphatic organs, the tonsils and the adenoids at the base of the throat and nasal passages. A primary location for viruses to enter, and they are ready to detect and respond. So if not touching your face is pretty darn hard during this pandemic, and I'm a culprit too, then support your tonsils and adenoids. Next is the thymus. Very present from infancy to puberty, making specific white blood cells, and then its function decreases with age. But there are ways to stimulate its function That is your homework, if you so choose. Research ways to stimulate the thymus function, other than herbal teas, of course. There is the spleen, that it also filters out viruses and bacteria, kind of like a giant lymph node, and destroys them. Also rich in blood vessels, so significant communication between blood and lymph here. Bone marrow, similarly, very rich in blood and lymph. This is majorly important, as it's a place protected deep in bones, where white blood cells and also red blood cells are born. The marrow produces about 2 billion red blood cells a day. Unfortunately, like the forgotten stepchild, we have not yet calculated the amount of white blood cells it makes, but the number has to be sky high. Like the spleen, it is an organ of duality, housing both lymph and blood systems. We're almost done. Now, on to the functions of the lymph, or AKA its responsibilities in your body. Quick review again returns fluids from the tissue and spaces between the cells, called interstitial spaces, back to the veins, back to the heart. Estimated between two to four liters a day, filters and disposes waste and killed infectious debris. It returns vital substances from tissue and recycles them, which are the basis for making antibodies and cytokines and other very important substances vital to nervous system function as well as immune response. So let's look at this immune system response. Bone marrow makes white blood cells that detect, destroy, and transport for elimination. The thymus, the spleen, and the nodes also make some white blood cells. These white blood cells then take proteins that are recycled from tissue or digested through our diets and make antibodies to fight the infections. And a group of proteins called cytokines that act as the detecting and signaling device to communicate to other white blood cells that they are needed to defend against an infection. The cytokines also signal to us there is a problem as they mediate the inflammatory response Swelling, redness, mucus, pain. You get it. Think ankle sprain or strep throat. We've all been there. There are certain white blood cells that also detect our own body cells when they are growing too fast and could damage the body like tumors and cancers. It's very intricate and we are just scratching the surface. This is why we have amazing medical providers that filter all this knowledge and help us heal. So thank your doctor the next time you're in the office because there is so much to know and still being researched that they have to keep up to date with. These are amazing bodies we all have. Okay, so almost there. The cytokines are kind of like a double-edged sword. They are super helpful initially, but infections become severe and the inflammation becomes chronic, certain types are activated and could cause more problems and even can lead to what is known as a cytokine storm. You can have massive damage of the lungs or another part of the body. This was seen in the last corona outbreak called SARS and now appears to be the culprit causing terrible lung damage with people having severe COVID-19. This is why elderberry was receiving such bad press But stay tuned as the segment, So What's Up with bearing COVID-19, is coming up. I will share with you everything I know so that you can make an informed decision. So think of cytokines kind of like the software system of this computer immune response. If the software malfunctions or missed the updates caused by maybe not enough space, then the all clear stop now sign is missed and the white blood cells start attacking its own body. This dysregulation of the immune response leads to chronic inflammation and even autoimmune diseases like lupus and arthritis. Check out some great articles on cytokines to dig a little deeper on your own in our resource section on the website. Okay, wow. You're still with me. I'm actually proud. The final responsibility of the lymphatic system is newer to science and being researched as I speak. Much interest in modern medicine as relates to our metabolism of fat and becoming obese. So remember GALT, the gut-associated lymphatic tissue, the patches throughout the intestine? Well, they have the responsibility to absorb dietary fat and fat-soluble vitamins. Then they kind of package them and transfer the fats to the body through blood and to the tissue surrounding the lymphatic vessels, thus creating adipose tissue, or better known as FAT. As we spoke earlier, the skin has abundant lymphatic vessels, and therefore, fat collects near to the skin. In recent research, check out the resources section again, these skin lymphatics have been shown to remodel and enlarge in response to high levels of cholesterol, a fat we absorb from foods. The research is still coming, but the exact role of the lymphatic system in the development of fat tissue remains unclear. It's interesting, and more research is clearly needed. What is even more interesting is a traditional class of herbs called alternatives were purported to increase metabolism and provide support to organs of elimination to detoxify. Alternatives were considered blood cleaners or blood purifiers. Well, this makes complete sense, and we call these herbs now lymphatics these herbs act like our own lymphatic system. So up next, the herbs. (laughs) Okay, so stay tuned and thanks for your support and interest. Healthy self and healthy planet.